What is up with it, Stream City? This is Panther Nation Radio. Welcome to the inaugural show where we are going to run down everything Panther Sports from the postseason till the very end. Thank you all for joining us today. Nobody thought we were going to have spring sports this, this season, especially with how things were going in the winter, but we've made it through and we're about to head into the postseason. It's very exciting stuff to see where all the teams are going to go from here. All of Stars Mills teams have had a very difficult yet successful path to the playoffs, and they're all and all of them are going to be hosting playoffs in some sort. And let's just get straight into it. We've got we're gonna go alphabetical order by sports, and we are gonna kick off this podcast with baseball. Baseball is currently 19 and 8 overall, 13 and 3 in region play. What was the biggest thing for this baseball team coming into the and coming into the season was undoubtedly going to be the region they were up against. You have Northside Columbus, who, who were the 4A champs of 2019, Harris County, the Elite 8 2019, and the number one team in 5A, according to the AJC, heading into the region play. And then McIntosh, who would continue to improve and only lost to the 5A runner-up in 2019. And Whitewater Northgate and Northgate were also very solid programs as well. So what was really happening was six teams were vying for four playoff spots, and it was a it's been a very, very tight race. And the Panthers started with a four-game win streak. And then and then their flaws were exposed against McIntosh about midway through March. They kind of floundered around against Marist again in the non-ranging game. And then they were back at it again, only losing against Harris lose only losing against Harris County away for the rest of the month. Before spring break, they went two and one, losing to Northside, which would have really helped them in that case if they would have won that game. They would have just had to win out. They could have, they could have won the region by two by this past Tuesday, but they did beat McIntosh and Harris County, and they're sitting as number one still stood. Over the break, they played a tough Parkview team, one of the best in seven A. I was there for the first game. They and it seems to be a story that we'll touch upon later. They started off really well. Some mistakes, some mistakes slowed them down mid, about midway through the game, and then they found a way to clutch it out. I mean, ran there were some questionable calls in the Panthers' favor, but they pulled it out nonetheless. And they could have got, they could have gotten a second win, but Parkview ended up scoring three runs in the fifth, in the seventh inning to take to take the second win, three to one. So they split against one of the best seven eight baseball teams. So that's really nothing to sneeze at. Seven of their last thirteen wins have been again have been by five runs or more, and that's just an amazing metric. I don't think I think just needs to be brought up. Going into this going into this week has been a pretty tough, pretty high stakes for the Panthers because even though they're number one, Northside Columbus was right at their heels with just one loss behind them, and because they Starsmill didn't beat them a couple weeks ago. Star Starsmo has to end. Starsmo would have to come into the season and win out, or Northside would have to lose against Harris County, and for Starsmo to have the region title. So senior night on Tuesday, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good win for them. They played exceptionally well for the first four for the first four innings. They shut. They completely shut. McIntosh down through those four innings. Senior Daniel Courtney threw pitched a no hitter. Got some really good got some really good at bats from Ch- from Che Yeager, among others. 
And then about and then about fifth inning, things kind of grew flat. Some mistakes mistakes happened. Stars Mo racked about two two or so errors on the board. And in one inning, Star, Whitewater was only behind by one run. Fortunately, Stars Mill put got it back together and ended up getting and getting the win anyway. But that's going to be the problem we're going to talk about in a second. But the big news for Stars Mill is that Northside, on the same night on Tuesday, lost to Harris County 5-4. Now, what does this mean? This means that Stars Mill only has to win one of their next two games in order to take the 5A region title. And they seem pretty bent on doing that. I talked to head coach Brent Mosley after that game against McIntosh and, or sorry, against Whitewater, and here's what he had to say. With a lot on the, with the top seed on the line, on the line this week, what has been the what has been the mentality and the message you you've been trying to put into the season? Just, just to play the best we can play and just to start trying to understand the difference. You know, you got to raise your level, your attention to detail, all those things for the playoffs, and that's what we're trying to do right now. How do you think they How do you think they took those steps against Whitewater tonight? Uh, for four innings, pretty good, and then after that, we let up. So. You know, we're gonna have we gotta do it for seven innings. We'll see. Hopefully we will. What do you, what needs to happen to get to that step where you guys can play a play a fantastic game all seven well, innings? It, it's just it's a concentration level, is all it is, you know. Um, we we did it against Parkview for two games the other day, but I mean it's you just never know with us. So, you know, if they want to, they can be as good as they wanna be. How does that how does that mentality carry when you got when you guys play Macintosh to, on Thursday and well, then Northside the day after it's that? It's another thing, you know, just trying to get ready for the playoffs. You know, just competing and concentrating, and, and we know what to do. We just have to do it every pitch, every pitch. And now, just about the senior class, when you think of the senior class and all that they've been able to accomplish, what com- what comes to mind? Uh, very talented, very talented group. Um, you know, COVID hurt us last year. We could have made a really good run last year. And, uh, you know, so, you know, they, we haven't – their freshman year we went to the semis. Their sophomore year we got beat in the second round. And last year we could have played deep, but we didn't get to. So, you know, it, it, this is you – know, playoff runs uncharted territory for them. So, we'll see how it goes. It's not going to be the easiest road. It's not going to be the easiest way out for them. They do have to play McIntosh, who has been playing very well and looks to play spoiler for Stars Mill. And but again, they're only one game away from the region title. But it's not going to be easy. But this team, this team's really something special. They have five D one commit. They have five D one commits, and Josh Junior Josh Tate going to Georgia, seniors Thad Ector and Eli Jones going to South Carolina, and seniors. Declan Dunn and Sean White going to Georgia Southern, so they are they are stacked on talent. They have strong hitters in Che. They've got Che Yeager, Sean White, Thad Ector, Ryder Wagonet. They got they're able to find someone to pull, and even or- Orlando Angulo. Who, they have a lot of people that they can that they can step that can step up to the plate and hit a good ball whenever whenever needed. And on the defensive side, you have you have seniors Daniel Courtney and Declan Dunn who are playing really great. And not to mention Josh Tate and Jay Yeager are who aren't who aren't normally pitchers. They've had to step up to the pitching role at, to aid the rotation, and they've helped 
bolster that bullpen significantly. Che Yeager, I want to say for a sec, has been extremely versatile. I think he's played, I think he's played infield, a pitcher, and out outfield this week this year. He's hit a lot of good balls this year, and he's been a very he's been a very versatile player for this team, and a and a good indicate and a really good indicator of the talent that they really have on this team. And easy. And you have other pitchers like Bryson Daniel as well who are getting the job done. So really their bullpen is doing really solid right now. The only thing that's really missing is senior Eli Jones, their starting pitcher who's been dealing with injury. But even even without him, they've been doing really well. But with him, they could they could be a th- they could be an even bigger threat pitcher than they are now. And they I guess with that injury with Eli, they haven't they haven't held back a little bit, but that's also the same thing with catcher with catcher Sean White. He's been injured most of the season, but he finally started coming back this past week, and he's been, and he's been playing like he's never he's never left, and he has that leadership he has that leadership experience that can help have the catcher position that can help wonders for this team. An easy pro for this team is that they can be anybody when they're on point. It's like when they're on, they are on, and there's not a lot that can stop them. The con is that simple mistakes tend to hold them back. They they make they make a concerning amount of errors, which have cost them games before and have come close to costing costing them games. But like Coach Mosley said, it's really a mentality thing. And once they can once they can zero in on what they need to do, there isn't going to really really be a lot of room concern, for concern going into the playoffs. If they can win against McIntosh or Harris County then it's a done deal. They'll be playing against McIntosh today, Thursday, at 5.30, and and they'll also be playing Northside Columbus at Northside Columbus at 5.30. Remember, both of these games are away, so if you're in the area, if you're in Peachtree City, or if you're in Columbus, Georgia, go check out these games if you have the chance. The playoffs are going to be very interesting for the senior class for who went to the Final Four as freshmen but lost in, this, but lost in the semifinal and, but they also lost in the second round in their sophomore year. So really, I think anything can happen, and it's going to be very interesting what ends up happening. And the attitude is there, but ultimately, and it has, it just needs to, to, to a greater degree, the, ed, the execution must follow them. Moving on to boys lacrosse. 10-4 uh, and four overall in 4-0 in region play. One of the strongest teams in 5A. They usually are. They've had smooth serving, smooth sailing early in the season, thrashing opponents. And their first loss by Buford was a bit of a shocker early in March, but they went straight back to work, and they played a really tough stint in their schedule about mid... <coughs> excuse me. About mid-March or so. They played Blasseter away and Johns Creek, two of the best teams in in the 6 and 7A classification, and lost to both 11-10 to 12-8. What those scores can tell is that how close they are, it defines how scrappy and competitive the team really is. They have they've had two they will have two tough road games back back to back again later in March. They lost to Lambert, the best team in 7A, away 10 to 6. And took down Woodward Academy 12 to 9 at home in one of the one of the best 8 of 5A teams. This isn't really a cupcake schedule. Granted, in the in both boys and girls across, it's it's up in the air whether our regions can really be that competitive. So the non-area competition is really where it's at for us. And they have been taking full advantage, playing some really tough games, and really battle testing this team. 
You've got players like Gabe Lopez and, and Luke Rusterucci playing phenomenal at the attack position. They're capable of pulling off hat tricks literally at any minute and scoring when and scoring whenever their whenever their team needs it. Freshman goalie Griffin Sellers has played incredible within the pressure of playing his in his position as a freshman, which is just phenomenal. He's been he's been limiting he's been limiting he's been limiting teams very successfully. And he's gotten better and better as the season has progressed. And you've also have strong defensive players like Eric, Eric Rausch and Rhett Lopez. And the bulk of the strength is in the seniors, but the team can really utilize that this season and potentially go really and potentially go extremely far in the state tournament. There, the pieces are there for an incredibly deep run, and all that stands in their way is McIntosh, who attempts to play spoiler, but with a win against McIntosh. The seven A title, the the area seven title is going to be theirs, and they will play Macintosh on Thursday on Thursday today at five fifty five p.m. We're going to talk about the girls across team, but before we do that, we are going to take a break for our sponsors. Welcome back to Panther Nation Radio, where we left off. We just talked about the boys across team, and now. We are going to head into the girls across team. And the reigning champions still have heavy ambitions to repeat. They are 10-1-1 overall and 6-0 and, and and in region play. They had a wake-up call early in the early in the season against West Forsyth, one of the best 6A, 7A teams, 13-5 and a 13-5 loss early in the season in March. And they tied Walton the next week, another really competitive lacrosse team. They beat a tough Mill Creek team 12-9. Not too long after that. What's interesting about this team is that they kind of have a new wave of talent in for them. There's no more Alyssa Angelo, Ryan King slinging goals because those players are those players are gone. But now they have junior Emma Grace Hepler, who's been leading the attacking force for the Lady Panthers alongside junior Han- Hannah Leon. And seniors J.C. Edwards, Lexi Santiago, and Carly Mullins, among other players, are patrolling the midfield and defenses. Senior goalie Caitlin Donovan has been playing hard and keeping really well for the team. And they have really cruised through the season following Mill Creek. There hasn't been a lot of competition for them, which may change with, with McIntosh, but we'll get to there in a minute. The biggest thing with this team is the dynamic. They've been really cruising with this dynamic of of opponent or of team with a mix of junior and senior leadership, which isn't something you see as often. They, it, they're unlike the ba- the boys across team. Their strength isn't in the seniors. They have a lot of good seniors and juniors, and even sophomore sophomores and freshmen as well. It's kind of a, it's kind of its whole unit. It's not really the same dynamic as they have as they have had in their state winning team. However, the, it has been a successful formula and can possibly take them the distance but for that we'll have to see i think though because i covered the game against west for their first big game against west Forsyth, where that wake-up call that we talked about and they were very adamant on this being a learning experience and make sure they did absolutely everything they could with that and they absolutely have they haven't lost the game since and they hope to keep that win streak until until the state championship and win a second one and even, and again, they don't have the same team as they did, but it's a, but they're the the mentality the coaches have been pushing on them to continue working and continue working as a team and as a unit. That team that team mentality that is going to take them far. 
Stars Mill is going to face McIntosh for the area title. McIntosh is currently 8th in 8-5A, according to the HFC, which could provide some issues for them if the Lady Panthers aren't, ca aren't careful. But I, but from what they've shown, I think they're going to be all right. Unity as a team has and can carry them very far, and we'll have to see what happens. But to really test them, they've got a big, big road trip following this week. Kel on Saturday, Centennial next Monday, Lassiter on Tuesday, and Hillgrove on Thursday. Only Centennial is at home. So those, so Kel, Lassiter, and Hillgrove are all going to be away. That is a no-joke road trip for them, and it's going to be a very great way to battle test this team. <coughs> Moving on to boys soccer, they are 16-0-1 overall and an undefeated 6-0 in the region. They started hot and never cooled down. Their only tie was to Carrollton, 2-2. They defeated tough teams like St. Pius and Marist, and their amazing season was tested by McIntosh, one of, if not the best teams in the, in the state of Georgia and even the nation. Senior goal, Panthers played with hunger and with drive. They, they limited... The ability of McIntosh's talent, which with the with the excess of talent they have on their team, that's something impressive that they were able to do. <coughs> Senior goalie Andrew Cole played out of his mind, going for six saves, many of which were immensely difficult and showcased his athletic prowess as a goalie. And ultimately, the game would go to overtime, despite the Panthers taking more and more control as the game passed, and overtime will go down to penalty kicks. And it came down to, to senior Connor Mark, who isn't that unfamiliar with pressure, having kicked the game-winning field goal for, for Stars Mill against Griffin a couple years back. And at, following the McIntosh player missing the team's third PK, with all the pressure, he nailed the game-winning game PK, winning, winning the PKs, 5-3 for Stars Mill and giving them the win and the Region 2 5A title. I talked to senior Connor Mark after that game and here's what he had to say. Well, we know it's going to be a battle either way. We just try to do our 100% and just win every goal, you know? Get every goal. And they started putting on some pressure very early and throughout the game and especially throughout time, y'all were mounted to do that. What is it like playing against a team like McIntosh that will pressure you to no end? You know what? It's a fun game. Keeping in the pressure, you have to play a real soccer. What was the atmosphere like when you you went to overtime and even penalty kicks? We knew where our game was, and we knew we couldn't finish it. We knew we were going to get that dub. When you hit that penalty kick to win the game, how, how did that feel? Best feeling ever, you know? You always dream of this as a kid. Again, the game-winning PK gets our um, county rival. Nothing better than it. Y'all are top seed, top seed in the playoffs now. Got a couple more games, swing break, going into the playoffs. What, what's the momentum like? What are you guys focusing on going into the playoffs? Oh, well, chasing that ring. Heads up high. The Panthers alone sit atop of the region after beating McIntosh, and their, and their roster stacked. They have incredible forwards and senior captain Brooklyn Masillo, senior Jake Eubanks, and sophomore Camila Velez. 
At the midfield, it is also immensely impressive, including sophomore Ollie Othman, seniors Keenan Godfrey, and captain Austin Morris. And the final defense is, is just the icing on the cake with senior Connor Mark, junior Jacobo Velez, and Braden Brownwell. And that doesn't even scrape the surface of the level of depth and talent that really is on their team. They're able to go, they've been able to go deep into their bench all season long and get everybody playing at time, developing all their players through this entire season. The team as a whole has exhibited such a nigh unbreakable chemistry, and they play, and like the girls across it, but even to a greater extent, they play amazing as a unit, and they've been able to come together and do some really, really successful, successful things this season. And on Tuesday night, they also beat veterans, another really tough soccer team, three to one. So they have a top seed going to the playoffs. It's going to be a very tough road for them going to defeat some of the some of the best teams in 5A again to really get that final push through the playoffs to win a state championship. But the potential for that state championship for them is there, and we are going to just have to wait and see what happens. But before then, they will have Senior Night versus Hampton at, on Friday night at 8 o'clock if anybody in the area wants to make their way there. Up next is girls soccer. They are currently ten and three overall. They are five and one in region play. They've had a rough start to the season with some injuries and some players being gone by red cards. They were looking kind of rough, and they were almost going to have a. They were almost going to have a not a losing record going into region play, but they ended up escaping that fate when they tied against Maris heading into region play. But once they entered region play. They've been successful. They found their footing as the season, as season progressed, and they've been looking really impressive. They've they've been continuing to adapt and grow as the season continues, and that's been something that's been the the formula for them, and it's really worked wonders for them. But the test was going to be against McIntosh, and they played strong. They played with heart. Unfortunately, they had these they had these. Small pockets of, of time where they, where they felt where they fell short and start and Macintosh took advantage. Ultimately, Macintosh was the better team against Stars Mill, and they were able to show that after winning four to two against Stars Mill. Though their goalie did play phenomenal, and that's something to say. They do have a lot of talent on their team. They got forwards like they got. They have a forward, an amazing forward, aggressive forward in Chloe Thompson. Great midfielders in Darby Olive and Sarah Evans. And you got senior captain Mary Jane Gagliano leading the center, leading the back, the center, sorry, the, the defensive line. And they're all playing well together. And, that, and even though they've had some hiccups, they've continued to press on. And that pressing on mentality is going to do themselves really well if they use if they utilize that going into the state tournament. Stars Mill Stars Mill girls will have their senior night. Oh, by the way, they also also beat veterans 3 to 1 Tuesday night. They will have their senior night against Harrison on Friday at 6 o'clock. So, if you're in the area, please go check them out. Well, that's all we have for this iteration of Panther Nation Radio, thank you for watching. We hope to give you some give you some more of your Panther Sports Sticks next week. Thank you for watching and have a great day.